Good morning, Mom. Good morning, Emily. Happy Advent. Happy Advent. December 1st. It's so chilly, too. 37. And gray. Why do we always start with the weather? (laughs) It works. Because we're looking outside. And it is I guess chilly that's why. and gray. And we were sitting by the fire earlier, and now we're sitting by our candle. Our, candle. our chosen candle. Yes. Chosen candles, they are the loveliest candle right now burning at my house. Yeah. I've got midwinter embers, notes of spruce, coals, and cider. It's very Christmassy. It is. And I love that it's not too. It doesn't punch me in the face. You know, it doesn't yes. make me feel nauseous, right. which a lot of fragrances do. Yeah. It's subtle, but I can still smell it. It's not like I don't get a whiff of it at all. And, you know, I've kept it next to my kitchen sink. Oh, yeah. It's like my little... Oh, when you're yeah. doing dishes. Oh, yeah. That's such a great idea. It's a really... It's sweet Just because... It's kind of reward. It's like something to exactly. enjoy while you're... In the kitchen. Yes. And I've realized I'm, I'm the type of person who used to light a candle or put flowers in a vase after all the dishes were done. But I'm oh. really discovering how important it is to light the candle while doing the dishes. That's, that's really good. It's that's beautiful. Really it's good, yeah. really ministering to my soul yeah. just in the last week that so I've had it. You can have that pleasure and comfort in the middle of your mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, I was starting to decorate the other day and for Christmas. And I, like a lot of people, I think, I mean, I love decorating, but I can be really overwhelmed by it. And I just am determined not to be overwhelmed. So mm-hmm. I don't make myself do it all in one day. And that's just too many decisions of where to put <laughs> things and what to keep and what to get rid of. So I was just doing it and it was it got a little bit messy I mean, it always is messy until it's clean, which is the part that I really don't like mm-hmm. because it just feels like there are boxes everywhere and stuff everywhere. But I had set a few candles in the dining room, you know, special Christmas candles and mm-hmm. um, and I had Christmas music playing and I just turned out the lights and lit all the candles right there in the middle of the half decorated mm-hmm. dining room. And mm-hmm. I just felt like I'd turned a new <laughs> page <laughs> in life. I'm like... I can enjoy the beauty of these candles and these decorations right now because I want to right now and I don't have to wait till the house is perfectly decorated. Right. That's, that's a big, a big aha for me. So your, your candle in the kitchen is, um, that's a really great idea. I have really been enjoying the chosen candles this week as well for the same reasons. I've always loved scented candles, but become over the years become less tolerant of them Mm -hmm. like i'll love the smell and then it'll give me a headache yeah and so i've been looking for candles um that aren't putting noxious chemicals (laughs) in the air right but also even so sometimes they're still too strong and these aren't um the one that is burning right here is what's it called golden hour Mm -hmm. and what i was very excited about this one i love vanilla candles but they're Mm -hmm. always too strong so i'll buy them i'll light them for 10 minutes and then blow it out yeah this one is vanilla and also has chestnut and cinnamon and it's just perfect it's Mm -hmm. just a really nice 
light fragrance. And um, what's the other one that we have been? Wanderlust. Wanderlust, which is also, um, I guess the descriptions are oak, moss, and amber. Mm. And it's it's nice. It's a kind of a rich scent. I think it's the strongest of the three. Mm -hmm. The three that we've um, been testing or using mm -hmm. but it's um it's still not too strong yeah it's really nice yeah I like i'm i'm too. very i'm inclined to like candles anyway i always like want to like them but mm -hmm. these are really really nice i'm definitely going to be ordering some more yeah i will be too they're very reasonable in price too they're 15 dollars yeah a candle and which is a good price. Yeah. It really is. It is. And they give, is it 5%? I think that's what you said. Yeah. yeah. 5% goes towards um, IJM, International Justice Mission, and OUR, um, Operation Underground Railroad. I love that. Which are both um, organizations that are uh, fighting to end human trafficking and that are also advocating for people who have escaped human trafficking. They're... Yeah, so if you're going to spend $15, it yes, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. feels I, really I, good. Yeah, no, I would buy them anyway, and mm -hmm. that they are supporting those organizations. Um, I'll buy two now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that when there's something that I want, and, you know, maybe, I mean, with these, I'd already made the decision, but if I'm kind of on the, you know, not quite sure, mm -hmm. and then I find out it's for a good cause, mm -hmm. <laughs> thank you. Mm -hmm. So now... But no, they're really, really lovely. Mm -hmm. Perfect for the holidays and really nice gifts. And I noticed on their website too that they have a, a candle making kit, which I think is very fun, mm -hmm. uh, where they actually send you the uh, ingredients to make your own candle. That's so cool. Yeah, a DIY candle kit. So awesome. Be a good Christmas present. Yeah, very much. Oh, you know what else? Right now they have um, free shipping on orders over twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, you just enter the code free shipping. So their website is chosencandle.com. So buy four candles, <laughs> enjoy free shipping. Yes, yeah. Two for you, and couple to give away. Yeah, a few yeah. for friends. Yeah, very very nice. Well, in the beginning of Advent here, what are we thinking about? So many things. Yeah. So very many things. I noticed that there's only... So I always count how many weekends are there between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Because wow. sometimes, <laughs> sometimes there are four weekends mm -hmm. between. But other times, other years, there are only three. And this is a year where there are only three weekends between... Three. Oh, my yeah. word. So we just finished Thanksgiving weekend and... Yeah, we only have three weekends before Christmas comes. So it'll be here really quickly. And um, when, I remember when I was little, that was awesome. That it was, you know, the countdown. Just it took forever for Christmas to arrive. And now you blink and here it is. And I mean, we've talked a lot about decorating and um, about Advent and mm -hmm. really resting in that and um just slowing it down mm -hmm. and 
appreciating that anticipation mm-hmm. before Christmas. Um, but I do know that, you know, on the practical side, usually there's a lot of gift giving. Mm-hmm. And that can become um, overwhelming. Also, just the process. I mean, it can be a great joy. It should be, you know, finding gifts for people that you love. But then it's it can be financially challenging. Um, so, yeah, it can become a, another stressor. Right. So maybe we could talk today about just some ideas about gift giving and um, thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. We are taking a page from your book and the kids and I have been going through their toys mm-hmm. and I need to do it today. I was thinking about just getting some gift bags mm-hmm. so that they could oh, yeah. put their toys into gift bags. Not so much because we need them in a gift bag, but so that they get their yeah, giving yeah. these away yeah. to somebody yeah. else. Because um, we're going to be donating a lot of toys. Um, that's been fun for a couple reasons. One, because I'm like, oh, yes, like we're going to clear <laughs> it out right before Christmas where there's an influx often of right. New things from family members. Um, and then, you know, gifts that Ethan and I want to give to the boys. Um, and Willow. But I'm also really enjoying it because the kids are excited about giving yeah. their toys away. Yeah. And um, that's something you did with us as little kids. And when we were talking about this, not on the podcast, but when just you and I were talking last week about doing that and you said that you got a gift box I was like oh that makes so much sense because kids are so you know visual tangible so that's where I got the idea yeah, to I actually get took, a gift bag well I, I used a box and I wrapped it with that's wrapping so paper. Smart. yeah yeah just but it, that paper. felt like too much work for me so I'm just <laughs> getting a big gift bag it's wrapping paper and tape they could do it give them a roll of wrapping paper and tape they'd have so much fun yeah, they and a box. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I always remember, um, I, and I wouldn't say we did it every year, but when you, I know you were alive. I think you were an infant, but, or, or just pretty little, because I just, in my mind, the first time I did it, I remember Josh and Daniel very clearly and mm-hmm. how they were very excited and it was the same idea. You know, we were going to be getting a lot of gifts. And just on the practical side, we needed to, you know, purge a little bit, their, purge their toys. But then I also wanted them to be focused on giving. Mm-hmm. And so I talked with them just a little bit about, you know, sharing what we have and right. giving away. And it was such a lesson in the end for me, for not even more for them. They were very excited about it. But immediately they started started going and getting their really good toys. Because <laughs> I was like, let's go through your toys and put them in this pretty Christmas box that mama's wrapped so that we can share them and give them away. And they started getting the expensive toys. Oh, we could give away this. And oh, this would be so fun for somebody. And I was like choking because I wanted them, and this is true confessions, I wanted them to give away their dollar store toys. 
which I would go through and, you know, probably throw away a bunch and then, you know, anything. They're but, plastic, but they, happy meals, action figures. Yes, and, and they were going for the good toys. And then, you know, I was stuck between a rock and a hard place because I, part of me wanted to say, no, 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 don't give them your good stuff. <laughs> you know, Don't give away to, you know, to charity your good stuff. And it was just like, wow, I had to just, you know, swallow hard and let them. Mm-hmm. Giveaway. I probably, I don't remember details, but I probably did stop them on some things. Um, but I, had to, I remember having to let them give away, you know, good things. And it really convicted me. It was like, you want to give, you know, your, from the dregs instead yeah. of from the abundance that you've, you know, rather than sharing the abundance. And just to top off the lesson as if it wasn't already hard enough right towards the end Josh who must have been like four or five years old I had these two brass candlesticks that were wedding gifts um, on the table and they were you know in my economy they were valuable and not just because they were wedding gifts but they were you know a name and Anyway, he went over and he picks them up. He's like, Mama, you could give away your beautiful brass candlesticks. <laughs> and I said, okay. <laughs> As we put them in the box. And for a couple of days, I was so tempted to pull them out. And, and I'm, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying it would have been wrong <laughs> while they were sleeping for me to pull them out and hide them. But I think I was just, it was like the lesson that I meant for the kids was really meant for me. And so I left them in there Mm -hmm. and we gave them away. So, uh, yeah, so be careful, mamas, if you (laughs) decide to teach your children this valuable lesson. Um, Hide all your good stuff. No. (laughs) But it was, it's always stuck with me. Right. When I give, what am I going to give from? Yeah. You know? Um, and I think it's also really helped me when I remember it to hold things loosely mm-hmm. and be willing to give things, you know, away. And yeah. Um, so I guess as, as we come into Christmas too, it challenges me because often we have this mindset of scarcity. Yeah. And so that's why we hold our things tight. Yeah. And in reality, we we need to shift our mindset to not one of scarcity from from one of scarcity to one of wealth management. Yeah. Um. I've heard that term, you know, and I know there are people. There's actually like I know people who are wealth managers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's and I always thought that was funny. I was like, huh, I wonder if I'll ever be in the place. In life, we're all need to hire <laughs> a, you wealth know, some, a wealth manager, someone to help me manage my money. But I've been thinking about how, just if I was had that mindset at home, how do I manage my wealth, my abundance, really, really well? Mm-hmm. Um, that is, I believe, a more appropriate mindset for most Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, we have so many material things, and if we don't manage them, they begin to own us. Mm-hmm. And our surplus becomes burdensome. Yes. Yeah. You talked about, we were talking last week and you were talking about finding enough. Yeah. And that it is so important for us to establish and draw a hard line in our lives for what is enough. Yeah. So that we're not living with 
more than. Right, right. Because once you get past that place of this is enough, then it just becomes burdensome. Mm-hmm. So, and that, and enough is very personal. Yeah. So enough clothes, enough shoes, enough coats, enough mm-hmm. for me books. Yeah. And I know that there are a lot of areas, probably all of those areas in my life that I haven't taken the time in a while just because of busyness to say, you know, I, I mean, I would say I am beyond enough. All those areas feel burdensome and I need to reevaluate how much is enough. How many, you know, coats do I need? How many mm-hmm. books do I need? Mm-hmm. Um because I do feel the extra weight of that. And yeah. This is a good time to, you know, consider those things mm-hmm. in the quietness, relative quietness before the abundance. And especially as we're choosing gifts mm-hmm. for people and for our children, you know, to, yeah, to just ask ourselves that. It gives us, well, it does two things. It's practical in it, in that it just helps us with the practical gift giving. But I think even more than that, it puts us in a really when a really good frame of mind when, of all times of the year, the culture is kind of screaming, "You need this. You need this. You need this. You need this." You know, mm-hmm. or your kids are only going to be happy if they have this. If they have this, what a great time to take stock of all that I have, mm-hmm. and then respond. From that stance, yeah, I think it, it just kind of um, arms us to resist. Yeah. Yeah, those messages that are telling us that we're lacking. I just love that idea of being a wealth manager. Because you don't think wealth manager and think of somebody, you know, just... You think of abundance right. when you hear that. You do. You think of someone managing a great abundance. And it is true. If we have food and warmth and clothing clothing and home, then we are wealthy. Yeah. yeah. By many standards. Yeah. <laughs> and it's that extra invisible weight that can really weigh us down and rob us Um and cost us a lot of time and peace of mind. Mm-hmm. And I think it also, it's crazy because it's like that that extra actually, because we're not taking stock of what we have, we don't appreciate what we have, so we're way more vulnerable to the messages of you need these things. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we have thought about what we have, what we've been given, you know, um, getting rid of the extra weight, yeah. then we're like, oh, I'm actually very content. I'm very well provided for. It makes me think of old movies with, you know, like people in log cabins. Yeah. And you always see the few things that <laughs> really, really matter to them mm-hmm. are hung up. Right. Or they're on the mantle. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot there you know they don't have more than really what they need yeah but then there are a few treasured things and uh, and stories for that matter you know little house on the prairie like what was special to them ma's um little china doll that she keeps up on the mantle right the little figure it's it's interesting because it seems like we because we live in abundance 
we do, we have to kind of almost work backwards. We have to get rid of things so that we can see what we have. Yeah. And that's definitely true in our home. You know, we're, it's funny because the more things we get rid of, really the more wealthy I feel Mm -hmm. because I look around and I'm like, I love what I have. have." And I really do. And it's been, you know, years of, um, being married and even before that when I was a little kid like gathering things that I thought one day were going to be in my home and now they're here yeah but they're I don't want a whole lot yeah Christmas is a funny time for me because I know that there are people who have like a running wish list right in their head but I I mean as far as like the gift aspect of it when I really think about it I'm like I don't want anything I am my life is incredible yeah I love it (laughs) and I love even the material things that I have, yeah. I'm so thankful for. I can always think of other things that would be lovely, would be nice, would maybe further the missions that I've started in my home, you know, like art or right. pillows that would, you know, kind of um, put a period at the end of the sentence that yeah. I'm trying to write there yeah. in terms of design. But they they are, they're more of a good thing. And I recognize so fully I'm, I'm, my life is full of good things. Yeah. Good people, good food, yeah. good literal material things. And I think you're able to see that because you you give thanks for them and you take stock. I mean, when you said my life is incredible, I love my life. Um, I think it's easy maybe for people to think, well, nice for you, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> if I had your life, I might sure. love my life too. Yeah, yeah. But you don't love your life because there aren't problems, because it's free of, you know, pain or struggle or, you know, there there's there's some real struggles. There's some real mm-hmm. challenges of life going on. You love your life because you've chosen to, because you've looked around, you've given thanks, you've and and recognized the good and the beauty that you have. Mm-hmm. And it's not a denial of the challenges and difficulty. It's just, it's a, it's a both and. Mm-hmm. And that's such a wonderful thing to be able to. It's it's too easy to fall into the mindset that we really can't be content with our lives unless we don't have problems, problems, or the big problems, or to look at other people and you know think. Their problems aren't as bad as my problems. Um, I love the verse that Paul says, I learned to be content in plenty and in want. Mm -hmm. And that really is something that we learn to do. Yeah. We're not at the whim of fate. Yeah. You can be happy because you have no problems or you have to be miserable because you have problems. Mm -hmm. We can have blessings in one hand and really difficult problems in the other mm-hmm. and find this really peaceful place of contentedness at the same time. Yeah. And if you have experienced some level of discomfort or, you know, want in your life, it's a gift because you experience that. You experience his loving care in that place. Yeah. And it helps yeah. you really... Yeah, like Paul said, you d- you don't live at the whims of your physical, tangible wealth and comfort. 
Yeah. You are you are comforted. You are held fast mm-hmm. and you know it mm-hmm. because you've you've been there. I mean, I'm not saying Ethan and I have never been out on the streets and we never will because we're surrounded by family, but we've definitely been uncomfortable, you know, and we've been cold before. <laughs> like we've had our electricity shut off. I mean, mm-hmm. not recently, but you know, yeah. when we were first married and yeah. um and it's such a beautiful really a gift because we recognize what what we have now, you know, even more in terms of like more comfort or or more wealth and it's not wrong to want to indulge in that and to you know enjoy the good gifts that god's given um it's not even wrong to ask for help in those situations which side note was something we learned how to do during that time but the blessing of it really truly is that you you see how steadfast he is you know it really makes me think of his shepherding care he is like a shepherd who um leads his flock and I feel very shepherded right and that, <laughs> in, in those times absolutely and that that you're right that's the gift of those times that we we avoid them you know who wouldn't mm-hmm. but if they come difficulties we see manifestations of God's love and provision that we wouldn't have seen otherwise you know mm-hmm. I mean I think of times with being in, I was in the hospital once for weeks with one of your brothers um, before he was born. I was in for three weeks, and all these people from church came to visit me. Mm-hmm. That some I knew who they were, but I didn't know they liked me, <laughs> 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 much less loved me enough to come visit me and bring me gifts in the hospital and bring meals for you know dad and you guys at home. I saw that love because of my deep need, and I uh, also, when you were talking, I remembered a Christmas when you guys were small, and our money was really, really tight, and we didn't have enough money to go get Christmas gifts, mm-hmm. and I was pretty distraught about it, and I remember um, somebody from church gave us 50 bucks, and I've never had more joy in Toys R Us than I did that year, <laughs> and I think it was just, you know, there were just you and your two brothers. But it went from, we're not going to be able to give our kids Christmas gifts this year, to we have $50 to go to Toys R Us. And it was, it was the sweetest, sweetest thing because we're both <laughs> because Well, I think I'm, I'm tearing up because I know how that, like, yeah, you, that yeah, you all have done that for Ethan and I before. Yeah. I remember a year when we just, we didn't. Yeah, and you're just like, I love my kids so much, and I want to give them something. And yeah. then when someone gives you the ability to give, it's yeah. just yeah, incredible. Yeah, that's a good place, I think, to end. You know, just it's a gift to give, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be a burden. And hopefully some of these ideas, I mean, it's I'm inspired, you know, and feel refreshed mm-hmm. and in a good place, you know, looking forward to not go, you know, into debt. <laughs> for no, Christmas, no. you know, <laughs> but to, to just look at the abundance that we've been given and, and yeah. share from that and just physically and also just in that that frame of mind, mm-hmm. um, that's really crucial.
Christmas is about receiving the greatest gift. It sounds it sounds trite, but it is. I mean, mm -hmm. and there's because we're made in the image of God. He loves. He's a generous father. He mm -hmm. loves to give, and he gave Jesus, and he continues to give. Um, I feel like I could go on and on. But that's what's true. That is yeah. what is true. Yeah. We are not lacking. Yeah.